0: I uh, I took the eleventh off. Not that any of you would particularly care too much. I uh, I took the eleventh off and spent some time with family. You know, my mom's from New York. Went over to my brother's house, shot the shit there for a little while, watched the fight, get some good commentary. It was nice seeing that uh, seeing that arena blow up, with cheers and uh, a lot of love there. A lot of love there. But uh, man, Bush came out and affirmed his swampiness, didn't he? Holy shit! <laughs> did anybody else watched that shit? And then uh, not only did Trump do that fight at seven, well seven for me, but he went to all three sites and gave a public address. Biden was only going to do the one, then Biden ended up having to do all of them. It's kind of funny how he's uh pushing him to, you know. Do his fucking job well as much as you can push and do his fucking job I guess it, it's kind of dawn on me you know I was just shy of six when it happened Nine Eleven is one of my earliest and foggiest fucking memories like I was just starting kindergarten you know like I have very many memories from kindergarten. Like, I remember a couple friends I had back then. Like, those like, we were friends through, like, junior high. I, uh... It's so blurry. And, and it's weird why I remember it. Right? <laughs> like, uh... Wait, right, how do I explain it? I got it. So, let's say there's a joke, right? Like an inside joke your family makes around one family member specifically, right? And they keep making this joke. And for years, you know, you've always wondered but you never asked, right? And then one day you're like, so what's, uh, like, like, what's the joke here? And they give you the background on it. And you're like, oh, no shit. That's kind of what it was like for me. Because I remember being five. <laughs> I was home from school already. Because I went I did, like, the morning school. You know, leave at 7, be back by 11 kind of thing. You know, I just do like a three hour. I got back. And my mom's asleep. Like, on the couch. Passed out. You know, I sit down. On the same couch as she is. We had this old, fucked up brown couch. Fucked up brown couch, you know. It had been through a house fire. Been through like three moves. Spent through five other kids. You no, know, it's a fucked up couch. Springs aren't so springy no more. And then my brother and sister come just running upstairs yelling and hollering Hey, mom. Mom, mom, turn on the TV. Turn on the TV. Mom. A plane flew in the World Trade Center. And. Like I said, it's one of my blurriest memories, but I've had the details filled in so many times from different siblings and my mom herself. She, uh, she's like, oh, and and apparently, apparently, this has happened before. Like a plane it was like a tiny little personal plane flew into the World Trade Center before, caused some damage, but that was it. And that was like in the early nineties, I guess. Mind boggling. I'll read about that. Um, but yeah, you know she she's like, what? Turns on the TV. And right as she turns it on, that second plane smashes into the building. My mom, I remember my mom's face. Or at least I believe I remember her face. She looked shocked when she first heard the first hour of it. She was like, what? Huh? Turns it on, sees it, sees the smoke pouring out of both ends of that fucking building. Right? She looks like confused. I had no fucking clue what was going on, you know, I'm just a little kid. My family argues all the time. They were just yelling, and now they're just quiet, staring at the TV. For all I knew it was a fucking football game. You know? I'm five. What do I fucking know about the World Trade Center? It'd be another three or four years before I actually start to care about politics in any meaningful way. But... Her face changed when that second tower got hit. She looked horrified. Like, just just fucking... Petrified. Years later... She told me that's when she knew we were under attack. And then the news came, right? The Pentagon's been hit. And it's just like, holy shit... This is a full scale attack. They're hijacking planes. Left, right, and center. Holy shit. You know what the fuck are we gonna do? Um, well, they shot the one down. That's like one of the big secrets, right? Like, I don't want you to know that plane where uh you know that audio came out as a leak, right? That audio where like the phone call and they're like, Yeah, 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 we fought off the hot we fought off the terrorists. We we we, we over we overran them. They tried to crash the plane, and then the government shot down that plane. That's the big conspiracy theory, right? That's the one that got confirmed. The government shot down a plane after it was announced that there were people who had overran the terrorists, and they needed to be told how to land the plane. And at that point, I mean, you tell the plane to go into autopilot. It won't get you there, but it'll get you there most of the way, and then you can listen to like verbal commands from there. I might be a mistake. You know, I've never been a pilot. But the government already knew. Officials had already been told, like, hey, yeah, this one plane's got, you know, that terrorists took over, but the passengers stood up against them and took them back. And the government still shot that plane down. And and that's the thing that people don't, like, fucking know. That's, like, the thing, you know, people argue, oh, you know, what about that rubble footprint? There didn't seem like there was enough bullshit. Bullshit, you know? If you actually go do some independent looking on yourself, what you find out? Two planes smashing the fucking World Trade Center. You don't find out that it was some holographic fucking call it, it was an actual two 657s. Boom. Right into the fucking plane. Or right or into the fucking towers. Now, I, I'll, I'll get into my conspiracy theory on it later. But as a recording, it is still September 11th for me. But, you know, my mom just couldn't believe it. None of us could. Me, you know, I, I didn't know my fucking mouth from my asshole at that point in time. I'm five. You know, fucking play with bugs. Watch Rugrats. That's my life. Blues Clues. Ba-bow. Fuck yeah, there's still Steve on for a few more years. Hell yeah, it's a good time to be alive unless you're in the world trade center uh, that's not sure and my comparison i made earlier where i said you know how like there might be like a family joke like an inside joke and you don't get it until eventually you ask and whoever you ask explains why there's an inside joke by that specific relative i'm sick at this point point. and cnn back when cnn actually did credible news released a documentary called remembering 9-11 and I watched that. And that's like the first thing I've ever watched that stuck with me because it gave me it gave me the background. It told me the whole thing. Well, you know the whole thing that we knew at the time, from phone calls of people getting in and getting out of the building to uh, like people calling their loved ones saying like, "Hey, the building's on fire." I'm in the floor above where the plane just hit. Everything's down. I can't get out. And then you hear audio cut off, it's like the building crumbles. It's it's a hard thing to watch. And as a kid, you know you're you're, you're watching it, and even then, you know the background. You, you started to put pieces together, but at the time I was six, and it didn't fully like. Even at, like, seeing that at 6, you know, it's like, wow. Okay, so there's a lot more moving parts to this. And that became like a yearly thing we watched in my in my family. Uh, and my mom owned a tattoo shop, as I referenced before. And she would just keep that playing on the TVs there on, on 9-11. That was... It... <sighs> so people were still reeling, right, from the Bush thing. From from like Bush versus Gore, people were like, no, Al Gore won Florida, no Bush won Florida. It was a really uh, a dividing time, you know. You had two polar opposite tribes forming at that point in time, but nine eleven happened, and these two warring factions just disappeared. For the first time, there weren't blacks, whites, Asians, Latinos. There were Americans. There were Americans. Guy, you're just arguing with. No, fuck you, Bush. No, fuck you, Al Gore. Fuck Florida. No, I love Florida. Florida's great. Y two K just happened. You know, people were, were divided. Like what, what you see now with the Warren Tribes was starting to form back then. A lot of people don't know about that. You know, I still go back and I watch old news footage from back in the day, and it just I watch it for a weird mixture of that, like nostalgia and understanding where I came from. Right, like like seeing the roots of where the world we live in now started. But uh even you know, every year I watched Remember 9-11 as my brain developed comprehension skills More and more of it started to put like piece together, right? I started to under- understand the days and the events more and more and more and more as time went on. Now, do I have a conspiracy theory about it? Of course I do. Every American alive, even the ones who say that you completely buy the narrative, question some parts of it. There's not a part of that day you don't question. Other than where you were. If you're old enough to remember it, you know where you were. For me, I just got from school. I was about to take a nap with my mother. My mother. Family came up. Hey, yelled, turned the TV, turned the TV on. No one was about to take a nap anymore. And something that always sticks with me, something I want people to go back and rewatch, is the footage of George W. Bush in that school. He's in that school, listening to a little kids learn how to read, syllable by syllable, word by word. They're reading like Dr. Seuss or some shit. And he's in there and he's smiling. He's nodding along as they read syllable by syllable. He's just, yeah. Yeah, and then he makes a little joke. He's like, "I can tell you got a class full of kids who do more reading than do watching TV." I don't want you raise. Raise your hands. Who watches more? Who who reads books more than watch TV? And all, and all almost all the kids put their hands up. He's like, "That's good. That's impressive." Makes a little a uh, couple of jokes about that standard presidential PR shit, and then that dude goes over and whispers in his ear, and you just see like. But first he whispers, Mr. President, the first time attendant has been hit by a plane. And he's like, he's like, uh, he's concerned, but he's not freaking out. He's like, oh, what? Uh, okay. And he doesn't want to cause a panic, right? But he says something to the teacher. I don't know what he says to the teacher, but he says something to the teacher. And he sits back and he probably says something like, I going to finish up this lesson and then I got to go. But he didn't want to freak out the families, he didn't want to freak out the kids. And then the guy comes back and whispers, Mr. President, the second world Trade Center has been hit by a plane and we're under attack. And you just see him go through these stages in his mind. Like he looks like his jaw drops and it closes. His eyes widen. They squint. They go back to like semi normal. He just starts he doesn't look at the kids, he's staring past the kids. He looks like just looks at the floor. And he's just thinking. He starts scanning the room, looking at the people who are with the government and him when he's there, and they look at. He looks at the kids, looks at the teacher. He waits till they finish up that lesson. And he gets up, walks out. He gives a public address where he's like, "I don't want to cause an cause an alarm. I have just been told that there has been a heinous attack on our country." The World Trade Center in New York has been hit by two planes. Both towers are going down. And I'm heading to Washington right now. Let's have a moment of silence for for our heroes. God bless America. He fucks off. Then I was reading not too long ago. But it was like an Esquire thing. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt. Is that he never flew on either Air Force One or Air Force Two that day. The thing for my foreign audience, who might not know. Air Force 1 and Air Force 2 are identical planes. And on paper, they're titled the exact same thing. I think the thing that separates them is like a slight spelling error, purposely. Like, plane is spelled differently on one over the other. They're both called Air Force 1 on paper. There's some conspiracy theory that there's a third and a fourth plane. I don't know if that's true. But the whole idea is that you don't know which one the president's on and which one the vice president's on because one flies on one while the other flies on the other. But I guess there was, like, Bush went onto a private jet and then flew to the White House or some shit. Like, I I, I didn't read, too. It was on Esquire. I, you know, I read, I read like, the little half paragraph on the front cover or I was in line at Walmart waiting to check out. But uh, <laughs> it's something, man. I I hate to do such a stupid comparison. but It's like when you watch uh, Forrest Gump, right? You watch it as a kid, such an uplifting movie, such a positive fucking movie. You watch it as an adult, it's so much darker, so much more horrifying than you ever thought. You know how like that one scene where he's like, Johnny's dad was a nice man, always hugging. Kiss, and then you realize Jenny was being like molested daily by her father. But when you're a kid, you're like, "Oh, what a nice guy!" Ha 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 ha. Yeah, it's like that for me. When I was a kid, I watched this thing, and I'm like, "Wow, that's bad." As you get to be an adult, and you realize what the towers were, why they were hit, then you're like, "This is horrible. This is atrocious." And I'll say right now, you, people should never have been attacked for saying it was an inside job. Do I think it was an inside job? Not necessarily. If it was, I certainly don't think George Bush played a hand in it. And a side note here, do you want to know why Rudy Giuliani didn't get re-elected? He could have campaigned on his response to 9-11, but he didn't. He was too busy trying to clean that city back up and put that city back together. And then he lost the election because he wasn't campaigning, he was working. Rudigani is one of my favorite politicians who's ever politics Great man, smart man. It's a shame the the It's a shame what the media does to him. Because he because he did a job. He was hired by Trump to be his lawyer. Whether you think Trump was innocent or guilty, fraud or no fraud, he did what a lawyer does. He defended his client. He did a job. <laughs> And if you want to hate him for for arguing for there being fraud in the election, then you have to hate every other attorney and lawyer who's ever fucking defended a murder like OJ Simpson. But we love Cochran. We reference David. C- we we, we reference C- Cochran all the fucking time. Fuck man, I'm sure you've quoted that South Park joke. It's the Chewbacca offense. Why does Chewbacca want to live on an island or on a planet full of little fuzzy brown people? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. We've we, we've all quoted that, right? But, no, you know, he was America's mayor. America's mayor. Everyone loved Rudy Giuliani. He was one of the front ticket runners in 2008. He was the one I wanted when I was a little kid. we am going to call bullshit on this. I was working for the GOP in 2008 when I was in fifth grade. I was working phones and shit. <laughs> if you live in Michigan... And you got a phone call from a little kid like, hi, I'm calling on behalf of the Michigan GOP and we're doing uh we're doing canvassing over the phone. I just have a couple questions for you if you have a little bit of time. I would get people like, how old are you? I'm ten. Oh. Click. That happened. It is what it is. I'm sure a couple of people laugh like a little kid working phone lines. For the Republicans, of course. You know, I got a couple of older folks, some grannies who were like, wow, you're so sweet. But, you know, I worked full lines for my mom's tattoo shop when I was, like, still in pull-ups. I knew what I was doing. I knew how to operate on the phone. I knew if I, you know, forced my voice to be lower, I would sound weird, so I just thought my answer was. Half the time, people thought I was a chick, you know? Hey, some of you still do from the comments. <laughs> But you know, not, not that Giuliani would remember me or anything. We used to go to a lot of like libertarian rallies, come rattle with us, don't tread gatherings, Americans for Prosperity, get motivated, things like that. You know, Rudy Giuliani would do a good number of those back in the day. And you know, maybe just because I was a little kid who was always in the front row. You can find it if you look, man. I got interviewed on a bunch of news networks of these things. Well, then I know my bosses were interviewing me, my future bosses for a little while there. But uh, yeah, you know, I'd be in the front row, sitting there with my little binder. I got like six Rudy Giuliani autographs. I'm not even gonna lie. I also, got I got like Joe the Plumber's autograph if you don't know Joe the Plumber, don't worry about it. It's not that important. i I'm I barely remember what he was saying in the beginning anyway. But he wrote a book. <laughs> we didn't. But, uh... Joe would see me in the front row. I'd be waving, waving my pen, waving a clipboard. I was a cute kid, man. If I didn't get an autograph, I, I knew how to play it up. Like, I'd get angry. I'd just toss my clipboard on the carpeted floor and my arms and sit there looking all sad. And you know, like some some manager guy or someone would see like the PR stunt in the making, and be like, "Oh, wow, there's this little kid here. Hey, you should go take pictures of that kid." I bet he. I bet if you go over there, and start talking to him right now, give him like perk right. That'd be great for photography. I think I made some campaign uh material once. I I, I think it was from the Romney campaign, ashamedly, where it's a picture of John McCain shaking my hand. And I'm sitting there my my students for McCain hat. I didn't know I was shaking the Antichrist hand, alright? To me, he was a Republican. And, you know, I knew family got fucked over in the housing crash under Obama. So when McCain ran against him, or uh, when, when not McCain, Romney, sorry. When Romney and Paul ran against him, you know, my family turned out in a fucking massive turnout for him. What's funny, my sister voted against Obama. And now she's a diehard liberal. Fucking commie cunt. I'll tell you a story about her in a second. Fucking bitch. But anyway. I don't know how I got here, my bad. Uh. Now my conspiracy theory on this whole thing is do I think it was an inside job? <laughs> Even if it wasn't a direct inside job, it was an indirect inside job. Because during the Cold War, Bush Sr. was over there, had people over there train Osama Bin Laden because they were the insurgency group against Russia. Right? We trained the Taliban. We went in with the enemy of my enemies is my friend logic and it bit us in the ass majorly. And we trained Osama Bin Laden. We trained, we trained Salman, we trained, we trained all these guys who would go on to form Al-Qaeda and the Taliban later on. We trained them, we armed them, and then when Russia pulled out, we pulled out, we just ditched them. And they were like, what happened to nation building? You build no schools, you bring no McDonald's. What happened, why, alright, well now we're angry, we feel abandoned. And if you're wondering, why was no sound bin Laden on these plates? He was on a dialysis machine. You forget, this motherfucker was in his 60s at this point in time. He died. And like, how old was he? Why don't you put it on watch list for Googling this? Ah. Uh, Fuck you. Hold on, hold on. Okay, never mind. He was 54 when he died. 2011, so he was... in his mid-40s when he carried out the attack, or organized the attack, I should say. Yeah, he was on a dialysis machine. In a cave somewhere. But, uh... You know what we should have done? We should have gone in. Found the fucking terrorists that did 9-11. Killed them. And gotten the fuck out. That's all we should have done. We shouldn't have sat there for 20 years. Waging the war on terror. Which was just the new disguise of an ongoing issue we had over there to begin with. But... And then we went after... (sniffs) We went after countries that weren't even part of 9-11 to wage war with them. And then we had some Palestinian uh, president give us the run-around. Oh, yeah, he's here. We swear. Oh, he's here this time. We swear this time. We swear this time. Okay, this time he's really there. No no joke. And he was never there. We eventually found him. You don't know why? Because one of our drones flew overhead and saw one of his right-hand men stepping outside to take a piss outside the cave. And we're like, oh... Right there. And then uh, he wasn't there. Well, was some guy who told us, Oh yeah, he's in this compound about east of here. Boom. Sent the troops over there. Troops went in. Bam bam bam. Killed every every mistress, every wife, every kid, everybody it was a fucking massacre. How much time do I go I got some time. It was a fucking massacre, man. And we killed so many innocent civilians, right? Ultimately, I, if I remember correctly, I'm not fact checking this, but if I remember correctly, Obama had nothing to do with it. He wasn't even the one calling the shots on that mission, like at all. But well, interestingly, Obama called like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to end the war on terror and bring our boys home. They don't need to be over there." Killing them brown folk like me. And then he proceeded to be the president who killed the most innocent civilians with drone strikes and carpet bombing? Like, he took out the most civilian areas of any president in wartime. When have we not been in fucking wartime, you know? Like, he just carpet bombed all those brown people in other countries. (laughs) insane and my conspiracy tinfoil hat theory is this like for the reason I just said Bush senior trained Osama bin Laden all of them back in the younger days in the 90s or in the late 80s I should say to fight Russia When Russia left the Middle East America left the Middle East as well for a short period of time no worry we were back there just not in that part then Osama bin Laden got on the plants and flew the plans over into the Taurus. That's where the narrative begins. But even if they're even if this uh Dough out in the desert didn't do it, right? Let's say hypothetically we'll go a little bit more of the conspiratorial conspiratorial path. I am it was an inside job. I don't think Bush was smart enough to be let in on it. I really don't. I don't think George Bush was the one calling the shots on any point. Any part of his administration. I think it was Cheney. I think it was a Cheney government running that shit. And if you want an example of that, look at how Liz Cheney tries to run everything when it comes to the GOP. Everything. Right? Like, she runs PR up and down the fucking block. So... I think Dick Cheney was the one who was really president for fucking eight years. Then. And, and we have. Re- there, there's never been any, quote, credible source that has said the State Department knew in advance about 9 11 before it happened. But there's been some people here and there. Fired employees, retired employees, deathbed confessions, still works. You know, the same shit that happens every time a mafia guy dies. He goes, oh yeah, Hoffa's was here, and then he dies, and then Hoffa's is not there. You know, it, some of it could be truthful, some of it could just be a dying gasp for remembrance and a legacy. You never know. Dick uh, Army has some interesting things on that. Dick Army's an interesting guy. I don't know enough to really go in depth on Dick Army, though. Oh, that's a great fucking name. But. I think there's. I think it's. 45% likely that there was some sort of inside planning into it. It was one of the worst conceived inside jobs that could have ever have happened. Right next to the withdrawal from out from afghanistan not too long ago god knows that that's fresh in my fucking memory still but i do know if you say but a lot but i'm thinking a lot while i do this episode and drinking a little i just don't i can't fully believe it was an inside job there's a lot of shit that doesn't add up right from the most sane to the most tin hat, that's something that everybody can at least agree on. There's a lot of shit that seemingly just does not add up. But I don't believe I think Bush's reaction was a hundred percent genuine. I don't think he had any any idea that that was coming. Dick Cheney, possibly, possibly. And there was that name I keep seeing thrown around. Uh, yeah, I guess he was some guy who owned the world trade center and got like a four billion dollar insurance pay out of it i don't know that built the the business ran out of that building made more money than that in a year i don't know if that's really a, a good business move but when i talk to people my age right this is moving on to a different topic that's still on this topic when i talk to people my age it really came to light today when I was talking to one of my nephew's friends who was like, what's the big deal anyway? And it kind of dawned on me. People my age, very few people my age will have any real memory of it. <laughs> me, I grew up with a family that loves politics. CNN was on in one room. Fox was on another. CNN was, or I already said that. C-SPAN was on in another. And, you know, I was just absorbing this shit. Very few people my age and younger seem to realize that they grew up watching the ramifications of 9-11 play on the TV. Every news cycle, regardless of the channel, was 120 troops lost in this part of the Middle East in some godforsaken land that you won't remember the name of by tomorrow. But just num- remember the number of the people you lost in this footage show of war. The movies, right? The propaganda. The main reason Bush got reelected against Kerry wasn't necessarily because he was a great president. Because George Bush was your standard vanilla fucking president. There was nothing too shocking under him other than, you know, 9-11. But he was your standard fair fucking president. You know, if 9-11 ever happened, he'd be a fart in the pages. And then you'd have Obama then you'd have Trump people Seems really got spicy with Obama, but no people's you know people say things got spicy with uh, Bill, with with George Bush. If it wasn't for nine eleven. George Bush would be that guy who followed Bill Clinton. It hey, was that dude who came after Bill Clinton. Uh, Bush, yeah, Bush Junior. Was it Junior? I, I thought it seems like, it seems like Junior. Wasn't it was like W? That's how the conversations would have gone. <laughs> you know, and I'm sure there's something I'm leaving out there. Of course there is. You know, someone's in the comments going, like, oh, but what about this thing? What about that fucking thing? Sorry, these fish are really interesting. They, they uh, don't fight. They chase each other, though. Never thought getting fish would be this entertaining to watch, but fucking here I am. Then again, I was a kid that stared out windows during school. And, uh, Sorry for that pause. But. Fuck we're. I lost my place a little bit. Anyway. Oh yeah. People might just don't people of my age might get might remember 9-11. Enough. Enough. I'm not even sure if how much of it I remember because I actually was there and I remember it, or because I've had the story told me so many fucking times. You know? it's like, what would they do now? What would the Taliban hit now that would mean something to us? Freedom Tower, maybe? That'd be a good one. Or it'd be be tragic, right? But I I feel like under Biden, we're going to see some sort of attack on our soil again. And what really frightens me is where 9-11 brought most of this country together... Like, people on the right and the left would just chew down anyone who was like, it's an inside job, Bush knew what was going on. Like, they would just unify, just rip that person to fucking shreds. Are you kidding me? You couldn't say that shit. I feel like now it would just rip this country apart. They were already so divided. but I feel like it would just destroy the fabric of this country. People would just turn on each other. Conspiracy theories, theorists would come out with some out there shit. People would argue. People would be like, "Well, this wouldn't have happened under Trump." Democrats would be like, what well, would happen anyway," or something similar to that. You just had people. At each other's goddamn throat's just to be brutal. Maybe even kick off a civil war, you know? Because we're not unified. You know, back then there was some cohesion. There's some social cohesion there. Nowadays, it's so bad. I mean, it's not as, as intense as a lot of narratives I want you to believe, but it's it's certainly intense. <laughs> you go to my, I'm not going to even plug it really that hard, but on my other channel where I actually post videos, you can see it there, you know? I'm interviewing people at these rallies, and some people honk their horns and wave and cheer. Some people yell, fuck you, or, you know, it, you get that. But it's so equal, usually. Usually, we get a lot more, like, applause and clap and, and shit like that. Then we do people booing. Well, but sometimes it's 50-50, roughly, I'd say. I feel like another 9-11 event is inevitable, but I, I don't know what they would hit. Honestly, I feel like if you hit the, the Capitol building or the White House, it'd be shocking. We'd be over in, like, two weeks. Like, oh, no. Okay, moving on. Because... The ADHD and the lack of attention pain in this day and age is insane. We can't hold on to it without longer than than water in our hands. I'm like, dude, when I do this podcast, I will sit on, on, on a topic that I want to do a deep dive into, but I'm like, oh, there's going to be so much more coming out of this. I'm going to wait. By the time I finally get around to covering it, and I feel all the pieces come into place, everyone's like, yeah, 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 old news, we're over it. Even though there's, like, new shit at the end of the video, because it's a deep dive. It's like if you don't make something immediately when the fire is hot, it's like you're talking about last century. I memes a lot for that shit. But, you know, when I talk to younger people about 9-11, they're like, yeah, what's the deal? I'm like, what do you think it is? Sometimes they're like, you know, it was cool in movies. We we like to saw in movies. That tends to be the big one I see. Or, uh, or they were cool. Or they got hit because they were the biggest buildings in the world. Which they weren't at that point in time, by the way. They were the tallest uh, buildings in America for the longest time. And then the Sears Tower dwarfed them in the last couple of years there. And it is, in, it is in a lot of movies. Especially 80s movies. And people film commercials parachuting off the roof of the World Trade Center. Presidents held speeches in front of or on top of the World Trade Center. They were on posters, billboards, movies, references, stand-up, comic books, cartoons, everything. I mean, the Simpsons, the Simpsons predicted it, all that horse shit. But you want to know what the World Trade Center was? Outside of being a really cool '80s-looking building, like very '80s, very aesthetically pleasing, I, I love the look of the World Trade Center. And you had the you had the Lady Liberty, you had those pictures right where it's the two towers sitting next to each other. You had Lady Liberty right there in the middle, beautiful, fucking gorgeous. But it was America's dick casting a shadow over the face. Of every other country on the fucking planet. It isn't just a fun name. That was literally the World Trade Center. Every bit of money going in and out of this country went through that fucking building, or the other fucking building. Everything sold in and out of this country went through that fucking building. That building was the pinnacle of the entire world's fucking economy. Many countries may have forgotten this, but their economy tanked. The World Trade Center got hit and went down. America's economy tanked. That's part of when when Obama said, "I inherited a bad economy." That's part of the economy inherited. We didn't know how to address this because for so long, just a short period of time, this one building became the financial epicenter of not just this country, but the fucking world trading with America. Wall Street, baby. Wall Street was born there. you ever seen Wall Street, the movie? From, the, from like the 80s and the 90s? Yeah. World Trade Center. That's where Wall Street took place. <laughs> Governments were funded or bankrupted in that fucking building. That could make or break a nation with a decision made in that fucking building. That's why it was hit. Wasn't it because it was cool. Wasn't it because it was fucking iconic. If they wanted to hit something iconic to shock the world. They would have gone for in New York alone. Fuck me, man. Lady Liberty would have been a pretty good one if you want to go for iconic buildings to hit. Or the Empire State Building. The uh, fucking Sears Tower would have been a decent one. That was just starting to gain its own cult following at the time. And they tried to fight into the White House. They try to fly into the uh, into the Capitol. Any building in Washington, DC would have been a prime target if you wanted to do shock factor based on iconic buildings. Please. Trump Tower would have been a shocking iconic thing that's fucking hit. They didn't hit it because of its cool looks or its aesthetics. No. They hit it because of what it was. What power rested in these two buildings. That's why they did it. My mom still has an article framed from the New York Post, and it goes, those bastards. And it's the one building collapsing while the other building explodes up top. Every day I looked at that picture, and I just thought about it. I know it sounds like hyperbolic, but... No. I was right by the register of the tattoo shop. Every day I would check this video out, I would just look over my shoulder and it would be right there, lingering. It's haunting in many ways. The Falling Man. You know, I'm not a, I'm not above, like, I have a dark sense of humor, right? I've shared memes about 9-11, like, I just posted on my Snapchat. It's two Xanax bars photoshopped over where the World Trade Center was and he goes, Never Remember is what it says. And I got another one of the building I crumbled and it says this uh it says uh it's that catchphrase for chew gum stimulate your senses. This is what it feels like the chew five gum. And it shows the building on fire and it shows uh the rubble and goes stimulate your senses. I am not above a dark joke or two. But as I've said before, dark jokes are fine. There's nothing wrong with a dark joke. There's nothing wrong with a the race. There's nothing wrong with a racist joke either, as long at as the end of the day you're willing to respect the source material. And I didn't want to have this podcast released on nine eleven for obvious reasons. You see the path of going down. My one o'clock upload will actually be me just reading. Uh, I'm not covering the Biden thing's exactly what you expect. Biden went to New York, he got booed, he got sneered and jeers, some of the crowd clapped and applauded, a very audible portion of it booed. Trump commentated over a fucking fight. It was great commentary. Holy Field won. Quite impressive. Especially for a man his age by somebody about almost twenty years younger than him. Quite impressive. Anderson Silva won too. First time that motherfuckers won in a long time. Trust me. Bush talked. Bush called Trump supporters domestic terrorists and referred to... He basically just shit on Trump supporters as a whole and did the swamp thing where he paints January 6th as this big, crazy, evil day of rioting and insurrection when not a single person there on January 6th have you even seen a felony case. They've all been misdemeanors or released and other shit like that. Shout out to Robert Barnes, the guy who represents in front of the Supreme Court for stepping in and doing everything he can to get people through their trials. Like The Constitution says you have the right to a speedy trial. Due process. Perhaps Robert Bar- Barnes for getting involved with that. I'm not going to talk about that shit. It's the same shit. Biden got booed. Biden didn't want to go out to all three places. Trump went out to all three places, and then Biden didn't have go out to all three places. Biden didn't even get half the crowd. Trump did. Then Trump hosted a UFC match, or a or a boxing match, sorry. And the crowd immediately erupted into, God bless America, USA, we love you, and Trump, Trump, Trump. That shit. It just erupted all over the field. And honestly, if I was there, I would have said, uh, I would have done the... Uh, Fuck Joe Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. And that would have been great. That would you know that would have traveled like wildfire to that fucking arena. But no one did. Sadly. Sadly. But I'm not covering that. There was no point to cover that. Biden snapped at somebody who was jeering him. Like, actually snapped at him and, like, yelled, like, yo, fucking, don't you fucking, don't you fucking boo me, a little shit, kind of thing. And he's just pointing and yelling. (sighs) I guess it's kind of, I don't really have too much more to say on this topic. You know, you can find some charities donate to that help out people. It's great. You know, there is a. family members out there who are still losing loved ones to this day because a lot of people got cancer from the asbestos and old-ass fiberglass that was in that building and lead in the paint and shit. Like, like people are, are still developing cancer from that. There's still people we've never found. So whether you feel like it's a conspiracy or not, either way, you know, a bunch of people got fucked over. Firefighters who rushed in hoping to save lives are, are, are still dying every year because of cancer. The death toll of 9-11 is not over. And it's not going to be over for a very long time. Everything you're seeing in Afghanistan right now is tied back to 9-11. I I know it's hard to believe, but it really is when you think about it. So if you find charities to give to, that's great. If you see any Iraqi war veterans or anything, or if you see people wearing veterans, tell them thank you for their service, you know. A lot of people don't do it because they assume they hear it a million times a day and they hate hearing it. Dude, I I tell every time I see a veteran, I tell them thank you for their service. You know, and they're like, "Thank you." I don't hear that very often. It's good to see somebody appreciates it. Sometimes I had older folks be like, "Thank you for telling me that." You know, I had a friend who would love to have heard that. I'm like, "Oh yeah, where is he?" And they'll tell me sort about how they lost their best friend in the army, or in the Marines, or in the Navy. <laughs> but uh. That being said, genuinely from the Sin Media headquarters and the studio of Inside Four Walls, God bless you and your family. Take some time, you know, think about what you have. Think about those around you. Think about those who you you may hold a grudge against, right? Who've wronged you, but they're still out there. You know, just be happy they're at least out there. Be happy that everyone you know is safe and sound and. You know, as much fun as it is to shut Joe Biden and mock him for the horrible job he's doing, you should never hope that the driver of the car crashes. Even if you know that he's going to. It's not a smart move. Jobless America. Signing off.